Hello, and welcome to the Tea with Tresetta podcast. I invite you to join me each week where I'll share the training, encouragement, and answers you need to be successful in your purpose, as well as interview some awesome women of faith walking fully in their God-given purpose through entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Tresetta Alexander, faith-based business coach and founder of Sister Spotters. I believe you can be wildly successful without competing or compromising your beliefs. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tresetta podcast. I'm your host, Tresetta Alexander, faith-based business and productivity coach. And today's episode, I'm sharing with you a chat that I had with Natalie Lewis. Natalie turned her mess into her powerful message of victory as she bounced back from heartache and shame. Her passion is to help women recognize the queen within and become the very best version of themselves that they can be. Natalie has also overcome many obstacles in her life, and now she helps women do the same. She is the CEO of Release the Queen in You Enterprises, LLC, where she encourages, empowers, and equips queens to break free from their past so they can move forward to get their breakthrough. She is also the author of Release the Queen in You, as well as a second book that she co-authored with 13 other authors called Womb Sisters Chronicles, Volume 1, and she is working on her third book, which is called Broken No More, which will be released later this year. And so Natalie and I had an opportunity to chat about inner healing, and she is an advocate for journaling. We talked about fear and not running away from your issues or your problems, and mm-hmm how delayed obedience is still disobedience. I promise you are going to enjoy our chat. But before we dive into this week's episode and the interview that I have with Natalie, I want to share with you the Kingdom Girls Rock Conference that I am co-hosting with Kimmy Johnson, the founder of Purpose Driven Women Magazine. We are hosting it together here in the wonderful city of Tallahassee, Florida on April 3rd and 4th. On that Friday night, April 3rd, we will have a night of worship. And then Saturday, April 4th, we will have all the guest speakers. We'll have door prizes, vendors, um, and just an all out great time fellowshipping together. And our theme for the conference is Together We Can, because we believe in collaboration over competition. And right now, until February the 23rd at 11.59 p.m., you can get BOGO tickets. So we have created the Bring Your Bestie package. And until 11.59 on Sunday, February the 23rd, you can get BOGO tickets. So you can get two tickets to the Kingdom Girls Rock Conference for just $50. So I hope you will take advantage of that. You can find out more information about the Kingdom Girls Rock Conference by going to kingdomgirlsrockconference.com or you can do a search for Kingdom Girls Rock Conference on Eventbrite. There's also an event created on Facebook. Or just slide in my DMs. Go ahead, slide in my DMs or shoot me an email if you want more information on how you can be a vendor or how you can sponsor or be an attendee for the event. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to my chat with Natalie Lewis. Welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tresetta podcast. I am so excited because tonight I am sitting down with Natalie Lewis to hear all about her entrepreneurship journey and how she partners with God. Natalie, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. 
It is truly a pleasure. I always love connecting with other women leaders and women entrepreneurs, especially those who love Jesus. <laughs> um, so I want to get started with some rapid fire questions. That's how I like to get started. It gives us an opportunity to warm up a little bit and gives the audience an opportunity to get to know you quickly. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right. I'll start out easy for you. Where did you grow up? So I grew, I am from Rochester, New York. I'm still in Rochester, New York. It's upstate, way far from New York City. Because when I say New York, everybody says, oh, what borough? I'm like, no, it's the whole state. <laughs> so I'm way up here um, in Rochester, New York. It's cold and it's trying to stay warm. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, you, we were actually supposed to have you on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and had to um, reschedule because you lost electricity because of a snowstorm. It was so cold. And I, earlier I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the store. And then I looked outside like, no, I'm not. I just stayed in the house all day. It was off for a little bit and then it finally came back on. I thought it was something with the power, but it was actually something with my apartment complex. Maintenance had to come out. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> My daughter was actually just um, just got back from New York on Sunday. She was up there just for the weekend with a friend, have just tooling around in New York City, enjoying yeah. life. So up here is way. Well, I always tell people it's, it's it's the city, but not like New York City. It's way different. So New York people that live in New York City feel like Rochester is the country, and it's like it's not the country. It's just different than you know down right. there. We don't have subway. We don't have a train. We do have a bus. Um, route, but it doesn't go as much as the ones in New York City. So it's pretty interesting to see the difference. But I do love New York City. I love visiting. Oh, cool. So you grew up in Rochester, and I assume you wandered away for a little while and then came back? Actually, I have not done that yet. You haven't? I know. That's Your whole much. life you've been in Rochester. 33 years of living I have been in Rochester New York yes but I am I want to God's will re relocate be in the south somewhere warmer because it's freezing <laughs> up here um but you know I'm just gonna wait in whatever God has for me that's what I'll do amen we have to be on assignment right and so if he yeah, if it's not a part of his plan we need to make sure that we're in alignment so if he says stay in rochester then that's what um yeah. it's gonna be best for you right i have tried to leave a couple times but he's like nope you're not going nowhere i didn't tell you to do that i'm like oh man yeah so we've I'm all been there <laughs> i think we've all been there well yeah. You know, this is the T with Trosetta podcast. And so one of the questions I love to ask my um, guest is, I, I am tonight drinking, I always have a cup of, I try to have a cup of tea whenever <laughs> I record. So tonight yeah. I am drinking um, organic peach Ooh. tea. So I want to know from you, are you a coffee or tea person? So I'm both. But the weird thing about coffee is I only really like iced coffee mm. versus warm. And I know that's kind of weird, but <laughs> that's the only thing I like about um, coffee. I like it iced. So I'm a Dunkin' Donuts girl. I'm trying to get, um, me and Dunkin' Donuts are trying to break up. Uh-oh. We've been trying to break up for a little bit. It's kind of addictive. <laughs> so I'm right. trying to break up a bit. But um well, I do both. I love tea as well. I'm, I'm starting to get into different hot teas. Well, Have a that sounds great. But I'm I a am a um, Starbucks junkie. And so I've been, hmm. um, I won't say that I've been trying to break up with Starbucks. <laughs> um, but I do try to, I do try to limit my Starbucks consumption. But when I do, then I miss my people because they know me at <laughs> the baristas know me and so I miss them when I'm I'm like oh I haven't seen so-and-so in a while oh, I need to go in and say hello and you know but yeah anyway. I, I have the same connection at Duncan the girl at the drive up is like hi honey it's so sad that she already knows what I'm gonna order like she knows when it's me so it's like oh man this is bad I gotta stop yes matter of fact this morning I went um same thing this morning I went in and um, my favorite barista was like, 
Tristetta, you didn't mobile order today. And I was like, oh yeah, I had a specific reason why I didn't. And so she was like, um, but I always get the same thing. So she was like, can I go ahead and get us get a bacon gouda started for you? I was like, yes, you may. Yes. They know what I'm gonna order. Yep. If, or like yep. if I order something different, then they're like, you switched things up on us today. <laughs> you you was trying something new today. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm walking on the wild side. <laughs> well, anyway. Let's keep moving. That that rapid fire did not. I think we. Um, I don't know what to call that. It's not rapid fire. We're getting in the convo all the time. Yes. There you go. Yes, tea time for real. Um, what is your favorite pastime? Oh, I have a few, but lately it has been looking at open houses. So I will find like a beautiful house to go visit and just go to be inspired, go to think of, you know, what I want in my house when I get one, because that doesn't go with me. Um, and I just, I love looking at beautiful houses, like hardwood floors, stained glass windows. I'm looking at all of that, right? Yeah. Some of the have all those old features and the house yeah. that I grew up in, we had, um, Stained, we had wood floors, stained glass windows, a huge window pane. Um, those are things that I want in my house when I do build one or buy one. So that has been my new favorite pastime, going to open houses. It's kind of weird because some of the realtors are like, oh, we've seen you before. You still looking? And I'm like, I'm just looking. Because, <laughs> you know, they try to get your information and call you. Yes. Like, you like, not yet, not yet. I'm not there yet, but I'm, I'm working on it. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. I, I wish I had the time to do that. I would love to do that. We have a, here in Tallahassee, where I live, we have what's called Parade of Homes and where they open up the model homes a oh, couple wow. weekends and they have a whole route. They have this like magazine that they put out with the homes and you can go and tour them. And I, I to do that, but, um, but I never thought about going to open houses um, just for the sake of going. Yeah, I just randomly do it. nosy. Like after church if I'm not doing anything I'm like you know what I'm gonna look to see what houses are open today and I'll just go and look at them I'm gonna have to try that because I want to upgrade it's definitely inspiring like you'll be like I didn't even know these type of like in my area I live in the suburbs but there are like million dollar homes surrounding me and I'm like I didn't even know that we had all of this happening here so it just definitely will open up your mind like yeah this is what I can have and I'm gonna go get it yeah, absolutely. That's really important. We're going to circle back around to that because I think that's really important um, as far as where you're going, going on your entrepreneurship journey for you yeah. to have a vision or even just in life. So that's really, we'll circle back around on that. Um, besides the Bible, what book has had the greatest impact on your life? Besides the Bible, the Bible is number one, <laughs> but I would have to say um, Joyce Myers, The Battlefield of the Mind. I'm currently rereading um because I read it a long time ago and I'm like I'm rereading I'm like it's funny how you can read the same thing over again and then yes. get something different like oh I didn't catch that because that is that's something that in my life has been kind of battling the mind going back and forth so just yeah. reading the mind and making sure we are in position to what God has for us absolutely I, love I just I just I read it last year too yes so cool and last rapid fire question, what is your superpower? My superpower is just being a light, being encouragement. I have been an encourager since the day I was born. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, technically I wasn't even supposed to be born. So that, there you go with that. Oh, right there. oh, oh yeah. We're definitely going to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so from day one, just being able to uplift others and be, that bright light in someone else's, you know, day in someone else's time. That is my superpower. I do that naturally. I do that when I'm not even trying to. When I'm trying to, when I'm joking, I'm doing that. So it's just a part of me, I guess. That is so awesome. Yeah, I definitely want to get into that. Well, we may as well, um, <laughs> as we're diving into the meat of our interview today, I want, what's the backstory there? What is, what is it? Um, so, what do you mean behind that? Well, the backstory to that is uh, my mother, previously to having me, she was told she couldn't have any kids. Um, mm -hmm. So she kept having miscarriage, miscarriage, and she was told, you know, this is not going to work for you. So then I came, and I was born a month early, so I was premature. 
And while she was in labor, the doctor was trying to warn her. You know, some sometimes some doctors can be very um, just harsh. Like they don't, they, yeah. they have no emotions. They don't care about anything, right? So while she was in labor, they basically was telling her like, look, one of y'all might not make it. And 33 years later, we're both here. <laughs> That's so awesome. That's Story so awesome. Yep. So you, you were meant to be here. I was meant to be here. No wonder Honestly. you um, came out encouraging. Yeah, because it was a fight to get here. Yeah. <laughs> Enemy didn't yeah. want me here. And all throughout my life, he didn't want me here. But I'm here. I'm still standing. So awesome. Well, why don't you tell um, my listeners a little bit about yourself and your business? So me, I am Natalie Lewis. I am 33. I'm a mother, a sister, a friend, your homie, your homegirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but I am more importantly an author, a speaker, and a coach. And my business is Release the Queen of You Enterprises, where I help women just build their confidence. Women who are struggling, women who feel unworthy, women who feel like I cannot do the call that God has placed on my life because of their past. And really just letting them know that it doesn't matter what your past looks like. You are in, you got to live for today in the present and God wants to use you right now, regardless of what you think you don't have. You got to focus on what you do have and keep going and always wear your crown. You're a cream. And you have to know that God created you to be a queen and to reign and to be royal because that's who he is. Right. Right. You know, and I actually, I say that all the time that, um, you gotta, you just gotta show up anyway. Yes. You know, you are, it's already in you. He already gave you everything you need in order to be successful. And if you don't step into the thing he created you to do, then someone else is missing out. Yep. On their blessing. Someone else is missing out on the things that they need. So we got to queen up. Yes. Right? <laughs> we we got to get it going. And my thing, one of the things that keeps me going reminds me is like, you know, if you don't, some your story can heal, help someone else heal, help someone else step into their God-given abilities and talents. But if you sit there and don't say anything, then technically that person's blood is on your hands. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, no, I don't want nobody blood on my head. Jesus, what you want me to do? Let's go. I'm going to do it. Because you got you to gotta kind of like kick fear in the face and just say no no fear. Because, you know, God, that come from God. He doesn't give us a spirit of fear. We have to know that everything he's shown us to do, not only do we already have what it takes to be successful, he's also provided for that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like to say it this way, where he gives vision, he also has provision. Yes. And there are people waiting on us to step into it so that those people can do what they need to do to help us live out the call that he has on our lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are, what are some of the things that you personally have had to overcome in order to launch out into your purpose? How much time you got? (laughs) (laughs) It's a whole lot. Oh, where do I begin? Let's go from the beginning. Uh, you know, just my birth story, just being, making it through that, um, and then making it through, you know, being a young girl, trying to figure out life, figure out my way, not too sure of what's going on, um, becoming a young mother, and just really just overcoming so many different things. My challenge wasn't so much people and places, it was really so much the war in my mind of, am mm. I good enough, am I worthy enough? you know, God, why, why do you want me to say that? Why do you want me to do that? It was just really a battle, you know, since I was younger, I grew up in church. Uh, My dad and my mom definitely laid the foundation for us to believe and have our own relationship with God. So that is something that I've had since I can remember. Um, I got saved at age seven, which is weird that I remember the day that that happened, but I got saved at age seven. And since then, I've really just been, you know, focused on our relationship with God, but there was an internal struggle that nobody could see. Um, so with that, becoming a young mother, even before becoming a young mother, um, getting pregnant at age 15, miscarrying, is just a whole lot of different things that kind of took a toll on my mental health, on my self-esteem, on my self-worth. 
but I had to eventually step in to know that, you know what, what God, I've been hearing God's word all my life. When am I going to start believing it? Yeah. When am I going to start really knowing that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made? When am I going to start knowing that I'm the head not the tail? And these are things that I've I heard my whole life, but I struggle with believing them based mm-hmm. on situations and circumstances around me. It was like, this doesn't add up to what he's saying. So it must not be true. So I always happened to wanted to see it before I see it, but learning what faith is and to step out on faith that has really been the foundation just for my life and also for my business. So, um, what are, what are some of the things that you did to kind of help? Because, you know, I think that that's a common struggle, especially with other women, um, is that our self-esteem, our self-worth takes a hit because of life because right. of different situations, different circumstances in our life. And there's a difference between self-esteem and confidence or self-worth, right? That's two totally different things. So what are some of the things, what are some of the strategies that you did personally that helped you to rebuild your self-esteem and rebuild your self-worth or your confidence? Um, definitely become, becoming a writer. Um, I've kept a journal probably till. I don't, I've always journaled. Journaling was the way my escape. If I had a bad day, I'm going to write about it. Good day, I'm going to write about it. So I always kept a journal, um, getting things out, not holding things in, even if it was just a piece of paper, just releasing those emotions, those feelings. Um, I've had to learn how to develop a prayer life. You know, sometimes we get so caught up in going to church and having other people pray and having other people tell us the word. We don't take the time to actually build that personal relationship with God and pray and make sure we are hearing from God ourselves versus through communicating knowledge through somebody else. Yeah. Uh, other thing I did, you know, after I had my son, I was just like, okay, God, I got a whole child. What am I supposed to do? With this? <laughs> like, where are we going? Like, I don't know what to do. And I just, you know, after having him and, and breaking up with his father, I was just like, I need to get you know, serious about my relationship with God. Um, and it was a hunger to do so, just reading his word. I mean, my Bible, if I go get it, it's it's the cup, it looked like your grandma Bible. <laughs> it's all <laughs> tore up. Um, just getting in the word and just focusing on, you know, the areas that I know I needed to heal, heal from, not shying away from it. You know, I grew up in a house with both my parents, but I wasn't daddy's little girl, even though I was the youngest. So I didn't have that story. So having those rejection daddy issues self-worth issues it was kind of hard growing up but as i became older i realized i don't want to be of age and older and still struggling with things i went through when i was 10 when i was 12. so i just really made a choice i'm not gonna i'm not carrying that i'm not gonna carry all of this stuff anymore because it's weighing me down and it's not bringing my life any positivity any fruit it's just there and I'm, I'm angry I'm, I got all these emotions and I don't know what to do with it and I just really had to learn how to sort through my emotions and I did that through journaling and, and prayer and speaking to people you know sometimes we're afraid that people will judge us based on what yeah. we've gone through but when you start opening your mouth to say this is what I'm going through there's 10 more other people that's going to say you know what? I went through that or me too right so you just bold enough to just open your mouth the help is in you opening your mouth yeah i was watching a facebook live earlier today um of a radio show a local radio show and they got into a very similar vein of conversation and how when we open up and allow our kind of bear our souls before people become vulnerable before people then we also give them permission to open up and be vulnerable and it one of the things that I think that vulnerability does is that it breaks that feeling that the enemy brings to us that we're the only one, right? A lot of times he tries to isolate us and make us think that we're the only one struggling with that particular issue or that particular um, situation that like no one else is, maybe there's other people out there, but no one else is going through it like you're going through it and it's only when someone else is bold enough and brave enough to be vulnerable before you that oh that's me too and you can and it can break that weapon that the enemy is using against you 
Absolutely. It's like a, it's like you said, it's a trick too, because it's isolation because the, the enemy wants to get you alone. He doesn't want anyone else in your ear, but him. So it's, it's a trick to isolate yourself and say, you know what? I'm good. I'm not going to tell nobody my business. There's so many people who are smiling and behind the scenes are losing it. Yes. And that was me for a long period of my life. I, you know, I was a bubbly, hey girl. But at night I'm like, I can't sleep or anxiety or a whole bunch of stuff on my mind or, you know, crying. And it's just, it, it got old after a while. Like, okay, I can't keep doing this. I gotta, I gotta fix this. I can't keep doing yeah. this. So you, um, so be, as a result of kind of your own journey, you now help others go down this path for themselves, right? Um, how does your faith play a role in your work with your clients or how do you integrate your faith and your relationship with God as it relates to you, you doing the work with your clients? Awesome. Um, for me, I just, it's in me. So it comes out naturally. <laughs> like I can't have a conversation without speaking it and just knowing what the word says about our confidence and studying that and being able to live that out is one thing where you live it out and you see how the little small little things that are going on in your head really doesn't mean anything <laughs> because God already has a plan in a way for you that that you just have to really just kind of ignore it like go deaf to anything that's a lie um, and just really just focus so for me with my clients you know the clients that I get are always the people who feel and this is why I kind of started it because I'm like I keep attracting people who feel like they can't do anything and I'm like let me show them how to do things yeah. so my book when I wrote my book the book was done for like two years and I don't know. It was just sitting there. I'm like, it's just sitting here. And I kept seeing people release books and I'm like, I can't do it though. Or, you know, my story is crazy. I'm, I shared something in my book that I didn't share with anybody. Like, how does this work? So I was kind of like hiding, but God kept pushing me like, no, you're going to do this. This is what you're going to do. Cause I told you to. So I eventually I released it. And when I released it, People was like, okay, how can I join your movement? How can I? I'm like, what? It's a book. Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, what movement? So that's kind of how it came. I actually did not go into business. Like, my my idea was I just want to be an author and write a book. So the whole business came later, like two years yeah. later. So I was like, I wrote the book, and then everybody's like, yo, you, I need you to come speak. And I'm like, wait, maybe I do have something here. So the business was birthed really from faith because I decided to take the, the jump and just do it and not be afraid um which is kind of weird because i was afraid for two years and then it was just like i kept seeing people release books i mean people younger than me i think one dude was like 17 and i'm like i'm gonna let this little kid like make <laughs> out and not release this book so just really just feeling the fear and doing it anyway you know telling fear by that is one thing that i tell um clients and tell people that i help like you can't be scared Somebody needs what you have. And by you sitting on it, one, you're doing yourself a disservice and you're doing other people a disservice. And the other thing is, you know, delayed obedience is still disobedience. Mm. Say that so, again for the people in the back. Yes. <laughs> delayed obedience is still disobedience. So it's not like, oh, I'm good. I'm doing God. No, you're not. Because if he told you to do something and you have yet to do it, you're not in his will. You're not obeying him. You're not. And, and God has a way of getting our attention. <laughs> yes, he does. Make you do what he said you were going to do. Because in the beginning of my business, I was just kind of like winging, right? I'm just like, okay, it's a business. So I'm just going to wing it. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to go for it, right? So I was doing that. And then I was like, no, this girl, this ain't making no sense. Get some help. So I invested and got some help. And then it was like, I knew all along that I wanted to help women. And mm -hmm. I wanted to help them, you know, either in their business or their mindset, something along that. But what I kept running from was helping them with the word of God. What? Not me. I'm not a preacher. Like, I, I don't have the qualifications. So it was like that part. I ran from for a very long time and I can honestly say within the last year is when I've kind of stepped back into it like okay I'm gonna do this the right way because this mm -hmm. ain't the way I was doing it was not how God wanted me to do it so now I'm gonna do it the way he wants me to do it and when I tell you he has been just bursting doors open it's almost like I delayed myself yeah. because I didn't do what he said to do so I just take that lesson and tell that to people that come to me like you don't look, you don't want to be like me, okay? I, <laughs> I, 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 
two years for no reason. So just giving those, being open enough, um, transparent, I'm very transparent, people know that, um, to share my story like, look, you don't want to do this. <laughs> you you want to do what he said to do. So yeah, that's what I help people with. Just confidence and just go for it. Go ahead, go for it. And as I'm going for it, they're seeing like, okay, she's doing it, I can do it too. Yeah, I love what um I love what you said about how when you know like the business was almost an afterthought, right? Yeah. You didn't you felt this tug to write this book and out of the book your business was birthed because it connect because the message connected with people. People were connecting with the message from the book and then, you know, the the business ended up being birthed out of that and you were just kind of like winging it and along yeah. the way you started you made certain pivots along the way um and the reason why I'm bringing that out is because I believe that that's a lot of entrepreneurs journey a lot of people when they are thinking about starting a business um they think that they have to have it all together before they get started that they've got to know it all and yes, you need to do your due diligence. Yes, you need to do some preparation, but yeah. you, you don't have to know it all. And in fact, you're not going to know it all. Um, you just need to know enough to, to point yourself in a direction and be open to the Holy Spirit's guidance if you yeah. start to veer in the wrong direction because he will always steer you back. Mm -hmm. If you get off course, he'll steer you back. I mean, I have a very similar um, story as you know, my entrepreneurial journey is very similar to yours. I was actually doing a completely different business. And, um, and then the Lord started kind of because of me needing some support, then I started uh, meeting with some late other ladies, I started a support group for entrepreneurs, um, for female entrepreneurs. And we just met it was called sister spotters, we met once a month to just encourage and support one another in our businesses. But then about nine months in, the Lord started giving me a greater vision for what it can be. And he started, he started shifting me. He started pivoting me and then started closing doors for my other business so that I could make way for, so I could have the time to be able to do what he was calling me to. And, you know, and I didn't start out integrating my faith. I was, wasn't flying that flag. Right. I was, you know, it was in me, you know, it was kind of coming out naturally, but I wasn't like a faith-based business coach like right. I am now. And, and that is a similar journey. I hear it over and over and over again. And there's a process of refinement yes. that takes place as you go along the journey. So I want the listeners to really hear this, that you are going to refine, clarify, pivot, shift all along this journey. And just because something that has been working is no longer working. It doesn't mean that you are a failure. It just means it's time to pivot. It's time to shift, right? Think blockbuster, think mm. borders, right? They were, not they borders. were not willing. <laughs> they were not willing to shift with the market. They were not willing to make the pivot. And because they weren't willing to make the pivot, they end up closing their doors. And I always say we grow as we go. If you're mm -hmm. sitting still, you're not going to grow. If you're, you know, the person that's watching everybody else be great, knowing that that same greatness is in you, eventually it's going to get to a point where you literally cannot sleep. Like you, you, will, you will not be able to continue to do your way because God's going to keep, he, he's going to keep tapping you on the shoulder like, hey, mm -hmm, I yeah. told you. Kind of like when you have kids, you know, me, I have a, a preteen, he's 12. And I'm like, oh my God, he's about to be 13. So it's just like, if I told you to do something, I go, do it. <laughs> right. To do it. And that's the same way it is with God. If he told us to do something, he's expecting us to do it. And we may not have all the answers, the who, what, when, where, and why, how. We may not know that. But he's looking for our faith. I always say faith is more than just saying you're going to do something. You got to put some action behind it. Right. So your faith is in action once you start taking a step. It could, no matter what it is, no, for, no matter what goal it is, you have to do something. And that's the part that I think some people, um, 
allow fear and anxiety and what I'm not, I don't what people gonna say and what if they're the first one in their family to you know step out and do something different for me you know all my sisters they went to school and they have you know regular jobs I'm looking crazy because I'm like <laughs> I'm not doing that right so it's just really just being on you have to get to a point where you're unafraid and even if you feel a little bit of fear you have to do whatever is necessary to overcome that because if you allow fear to keep you stuck you're just not going to move and you're not going to grow and that's not god's will for our lives at all at all at all we um i i just uh matter of fact sunday i ended up bringing the word at um our church because my husband was out of town and um i was ministering on fear faith <laughs> and love Awesome. And um, because what God was really showing me is that a lot of times we want to use faith, our faith to overcome fear. And while it, you do have to live by faith, the scripture says that, that the just shall live by faith or in one passage, it says that the just shall live by his faith. Yes. Um, but faith does not conquer fear. Love yeah. conquers fear. The scripture says that perfect love casts out fear. And so we don't have, we don't necessarily have a faith problem. We have a love problem. Mm. There's, there's a trust issue that we are having with the father. And so um, the, going back to the strategies that you shared earlier about re, rebuilding your esteem and your worth, journaling and having a prayer life gives you the opportunity to work through some of those issues that were yeah. that you have those trust issues that you have because of people because God is not like people yes right so it gives you the opportunity to get in relationship with him to get in an intimate space with him so you can get to know who he is not who someone else says he is or not how someone else is treating you but his true character. And so I absolutely love that that is that those are two of the strategies that you use to teach others. Yeah, it's important because I've I've learned the more you hold in, you know, whatever you bury, it's not gonna die. It's still there. And eventually, just like you know, when you when you if you use your vacuum a lot, you never clean your vacuum. And you try to use your vacuum and you're like, why is it not picking up? It can't pick up anything because it's too much, too much junk in there. It, you got to clean. You got to, you have to get that out. You have to release yeah. that stuff that's there because if not, it's going to taint everything around you. Absolutely. Your vision will be, you can't see, you can't go nowhere. You, you, everything will be cloudy. So that's one thing that I've learned, even in a relearn, <laughs> you know, <laughs> even last year, Last year, I ended up taking a, a huge break. In my mind, it was like, oh my God, I'm taking a break from my business. What am I going to do? But I had to because I started to caregive for my mother. Um, there was an attack on her last year. And through that process, I didn't realize it going through it. But now that it's over, I'm like, you know what? I needed that. So yeah. sometimes I just need to take that time to just really, you know, I know we're in a society where hustle, hustle, 24-7, go hard rest is a part of that and sometimes yes, we get, get weary because we see other people doing great things and we want to hurry up and do those great things too but so you have to rest you have to take that time to journal you take time to release that stuff that time to get it out so that you can be redefined i always say take time for god to re to polish your crown you know we are queens but even god took time out like hold on y'all yes i'm here I'm gonna be up here get my mind right real quick. I'll be back. You know, I'm I'm that's that's my version of it. Yeah. You know, I'm here praying to the father and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So it's a lot of times that we have to do that. And I think sometimes we get so caught up, especially as entrepreneurs, that we have to go always be on ready, always be on go. And yeah. there's times where that's not gonna be the case. There's sometimes where you literally have to sit down and you have to refocus and rethink. And it's okay because doing that process then God can even give you more things to do, download more ideas for you Absolutely. to the right people. Absolutely. Um, you know, before, we, before we started recording the podcast, we were talking about 
my book um, that I'm getting ready to release. And that message actually came out of a um, period of shutting down my business, mm-hmm. right? Um, after um, getting called on the carpet by the, whole, by the Holy Ghost, um, <laughs> I literally shut down my business um, and spent two months just in prayer, journaling, um, and, and in his word. And through that time of, you know, letting go of my business, then I, he came in and gave me fresh revelation. He gave me ideas. He gave me clarity. He gave me the message. And so I would not have been able to hear him. I would not have been able to get, um, the, all what I have written and some of the ideas that I've, you know, implemented in my business would not have come were it not for me being willing to let go. We hold so tight sometimes that because we're afraid of losing what we have, but if we freely let it go, if we freely release it, then to him, then what he'll do is give us back something greater, something bigger, something better. Absolutely. And you'll be like, why was I tripping over this little thing? Like, right. what's wrong with me? Like, that didn't even matter Why anymore. did I wait so long? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I could have been here. Like, so I was, it was me. I was in my own way. Like, okay. So yeah, just knowing that I would say to anybody listening, it's okay to take those. You you must take the, take that time. It's a Absolutely. must. Absolutely. And if you don't, God's gonna be like, I got something for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure you take this take this time out. You you wanna sit down like I told you to. Do it willingly. Don't yes. be forced. Do not be forced. It is a fight. It is doesn't feel good. Don't do it. Spare yourself. Don't do it. <laughs> All right. Just listen to take word for word to the wise. Word to the wise. So um. Tell us, Natalie, what resource do you recommend most often to your clients? The resource that I recommend is what I did is journaling. Um, A lot of people, like I said, you know, earlier, they look fine on the outside. They look great. But for whatever reason, you know, either maybe it's like you said, fear from telling people, maybe they had a bad experience with people, but I've learned through part of healing is letting letting the stuff out and getting out so my number one i always recommend get you a journal and write how you're feeling actually sit and figure out how you feel because a lot of people don't even know how they feel right like when you ask people how are you and you listen a lot of times they respond with what they do not how they feel and it's like i didn't ask you what you were working on or you know what you did i asked you how are you and a lot of people can't even answer that or they don't know where to begin to answer that and if you don't know who you are or how you're feeling how in the world are you going to you know step out and help others so you have to have that time to mm-hmm. yourself to figure out who you are and that's Absolutely. another question people can't answer you know who are you i don't know like 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 you have to be able to say who you are and say it with confidence because other you know that's how a lot of people and i'm guilty i've done it you end up wrapped up in someone else's identity because you don't know who you are so you're looking at this person like Mm -hmm. i can do that i might be able to do that let me do that and god's like i didn't tell you to do that right (laughs) so you you have to, you know, the Bible says comparing yourself is not wise and you have to know what God put in you to do. And you, you can't do that if you don't know yourself. Sure can't. You sure can't. And then you'll always be seeking validation for somebody to tell you who you are or tell you or give you permission, permission to go out and be great. You don't need permission. God gave us that a long time ago. When he, when he died for us, that was our permission to go and be great. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've been talking, I've actually been talking about that recently. Um, the Lord really gave me a revelation through a song. I can't even remember what the name of the song is. Um, um, it's one of the Ma- Maverick City songs on their new, latest like EP or whatever mm-hmm. they released. But um, it's talking about how we, how we seek validation from others to do what God has called us to do when God has already validated us. Yes. He has already approved us. And, and then even sometimes, 
we want to pray about what he's asked. Okay, well, we hit, we sense God moving, you know, telling us to move in a di- specific direction. And then we're like, okay, well, I need to pray about it. And what do you need to pray about? <laughs> because, or who are you praying to? Because if you're praying to the one who gave you the idea or the instruction, all he's going to do is come back and tell you the same thing. Same thing. Yes. So really all you need to do is just agree with God. Yep. And then we make it so hard. I realize, like, oh, God forgive me. I've been making this so hard. Like, yes. you know, back and you're like, I went through all of that when all I had to do was just stick to the plan, listen to what he said, and just go. That's it. And I think, you know, it goes back to what you were saying as far as trusting him, because, you know, it's hard for some people. And this was my struggle. I can't trust what I can't. I can't see it. I'm a type of person that like, I want to, I, yeah. I need to be in my face. I need to be able to touch it. I need to be able to see it. So if I can't see it. You know, how do I believe in the unknown? You know, how do I believe in what I'm not sure of? But we just have to trust and know. And this is why even as entrepreneurs, it is so important to be in your word so that you know what God says. Even when the little lies, little things come up in your life or your challenges, you can say, nope, I can dismiss that. I'm not even going to stress about that because I know what God's word says about that. And we already have the victory. We good. I ain't got to worry about that. I'm going to just keep moving forward. Because a lot of times we get distracted by life as well, where life comes and it's like, oh, well, maybe I should sit down because I'm not perfect. Or maybe I should not do this because of this. And it just becomes one big mess. So I would yeah. definitely, you know, know what God's word says about, about you so that you can be confident and stand bold on it and not worry about the he said, she said, the world, anything, you know, you just have to get the instruction and go, you'll save yourself so much trouble. (laughs) So much trouble, so much trouble. It goes back to what you said earlier, delayed obedience is still disobedience. (laughs) So just just be obedient from the beginning. Right. It's like, well, my son, I'm teaching him how to use a dishwasher and I'm trying to show him how to put stuff in there the right way. And it's like, you got, do I have to do it? Yes, you do. And it's also the attitude in which you do it. You know, mm-hmm. God tells you to do something and you do it with a, you know, stink attitude. It's not going to have the same result if you don't have, you know, a renewed mind and, and have a different approach to it. It's not, right. it's not. Gonna- That's so true. That's so true. We don't want to be like the children of Israel murmuring Mm-mm. where we end up having to wander around the mountain for 40 years. We 40? don't have time for that. Yeah. We don't have time for that. Four minutes and then it ended up being 40 years. Like, that is crazy. No. We don't. We don't have time. And then we don't know, you know, not to be deep, but we really don't know when our last day is. We have to fulfill every day. You have to step out every day. Even on the days where you're like, oh, I don't know if I feel like it. Do it anyways. Get up, get dressed, and go out so God can show out. Go ahead. Like, you have to keep going. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh, Natalie, I have really enjoyed chatting with you today. Um, Before we get ready to close out, one of the things that I like to ask my guests is to share your favorite quote or motto or Bible verse. What's yours? Which one I'm going to roll with? One of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Are not pitiful we are powerful you have to know who you are and reign over your throne say it one more time the queens are not pitiful we are powerful so you have to know who you are so that you can reign over your throne i love it wow we're powerful not pitiful not pitiful amen Amen. (laughs) Well, go ahead. Why don't you um, tell the listeners how they can connect with you if they want to learn more about self-love and, you know, tapping back into their um, worth and their self-esteem. How can they connect with you? Visit me on my website. It is www.releasethequeenandyou.com. Um, from there, you can subscribe to my blog. You can follow me on social media on all outlets. Um, my name is Natalie Lewis. 
on Instagram, um, Facebook, it's Release the Queen in You. So you just, you can follow me on social media. I also do have a challenge that I just released today. It's the seven day self love challenge, reclaim your crown, because I'm helping you go through the process of starting your journey of healing, of self-love and just to know who God called you to be. Um, we're queens. He's put us here on purpose for a purpose. And I want to help others get to know what that is for them. Absolutely. I love it. I will make sure to have links to your website, the challenge, um, your social media handles, all that good jazz inside of the show notes. Um, Thank you, Natalie, so much for being on the podcast today. It really has been a pleasure getting to um, getting to know you and learning more about you and your business. Yes, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me as a guest. Well, you guys know how I like to close things out by reminding you that you got this. And you know what else? God has you. I love you. I appreciate you, and I will see you next time. Okay, we are no longer live. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it always flies by. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's getting late. Right. <laughs> I know that because I didn't even seem that long, but it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this will... Um, your episode will go live February 17th. Awesome. Um, I will send you over the um, cover, the okay. cover art for your episode. I will also send you over the um, social media card. <clears throat> They're very similar, just slightly different. I, the social media card has a new episode on it so that, um, and, um, so that you can share it on your social media platforms and um, let people know that you've been on the podcast. I'll also send over my podcast logo for you to add to your website if you have a as seen on or as featured in kind of section for your website. Thank you. So I'll get that to you. Um, I'll try and do that tomorrow because I'm going to be out of town this weekend. So that way I don't have to worry about, like, I don't want to forget um, Wednesday. So, um, and then on Monday morning, uh, the Monday morning that your podcast goes live, I will send you the permalink. I, I don't have access to it until they add anchor adds some extra additional characters to the title so i don't know i don't ever know what the actual permalink is until it goes live so once it goes live um i started making them go i used to start them at go live at seven but now i switched it to six so that i can have time to um, go in monday morning and pull that permalink for you and send it to you so that you can that that day go ahead and share it out so um by eight, eight by eight a.m., you'll have the permalink to your episode. Um, so you'll get two separate emails from me. One with the just the graphics for you to. So if you want to use the social media, I mean the um, cover art. If you want to use that in advance to tell people that you're gonna be, you know, that you're gonna be on the show, you can use that if you want. Um, and then you know, tell them like, listen up on releasing on February seventeenth. You can do that. Um, and then we'll have the seven, the social media card to, for the specifically for the episode. Yay. Well, thank you. This was fun. <laughs> you are very welcome. I appreciate you, um, being on the podcast and I hope you have a wonderful evening and stay warm. <laughs> yes. Cause I'm cold. <laughs> Cause I'm cold I know I'm a, I was kind of chilly and I was like I don't want to stop and get up and get my blanket I keep a blanket in um I should have had it in my lap because my, now my feet cold because for whatever reason my room is the coldest room in this apartment it is freezing like it's like you walk in the hallway and once you get near my room you can it's like a freezer it's the weirdest thing ever they can't figure it out figure it out I'm like maintenance y'all gonna have to figure this out because my rg &E bill is a about to be crazy in the winter time because I hate being cold. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, my um, my office, um, I, the previous owners of this house converted the garage into a room. And so my office is in the garage space. Okay. And um, I have, so I have half the garage. Half the garage is my office. The other half, well, right now it's storage, but it's, um, we're in the process of setting it up to be kind of like a den space. And um, while it is, you know, heated, and cooled the our house we have our vents are underneath the house so we have a crawl space and we have the vents and so our heat and our air is um the vents are in the floor but in here they had to it's coming through the ceiling right because the they couldn't run it through the floor like they did in the other rooms because with it being the garage that it's got the like cinder block yeah, at the, the at the yeah, and then of course the floor is concrete, so um, there's no crawl space underneath the garage. So they had to go up, and it doesn't kind, it doesn't quite, it doesn't. yeah, yeah. It's not, it's just not, doesn't come in where, as strong. So I always wait, have to do. But you're not. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you located again? I'm in Florida. I'm in North Florida. Okay. Well, they call it South Georgia. Right. We're like <laughs> we're just just cross just across the the Georgia border but um but yeah we we've been this winter we've actually been pretty cool um like yeah the the last few days we've been getting down in the 30s yeah um, that's normal <laughs> yeah, today is today's pretty today was fairly warm we got up to 66 today um but tomorrow it, it'll cool back off because it's supposed to rain tomorrow but yeah. um but normally we have just a, a few cold days you know kind of sporadically we don't usually have sustained cold but we've had sustained cold um, yeah we, we this get winter. sustained like our our winter starts anywhere from october and it can last up to may yeah see we don't we yeah, don't have that crazy. we have <laughs> we have two we have two seasons normally we have spring and summer. Yeah, see, I need some of that in my life because I'm over this coldness, over it, over it. Even though I think it would be weird to live somewhere where it's not cold at some point. I don't know if I'm going to do the warm 20 all year long, but yeah. Yeah, yeah we, I never, I, 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 that's one of the things that I do enjoy about Tallahassee. We still get a little bit of the change of the seasons. Yeah. yeah, you know, like I grew up in Orlando, and there's like it's not cold not at all. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> if it gets if it gets cold down there, like we're talking, you know, it might get down. If it gets down in the 30s, it's like oh my gosh, right? It's like you know, what's like, happening? Yes, what is going on in the universe? But um, you know, we we've hit down. We've gotten down in the 20s um, quite yeah. a bit this winter. We have negative days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but so, you're like, you're like North, North. Like when you said yeah, Rochester, like, yeah. I was like, oh, she in upstate New York. She up in, she, she up in Canada. <laughs> I drive to Canada. That's what, that's how close I am. Yeah. You, you in Canada. They've like, they been getting beat horribly. They've been getting like mountains of snow. I'm like, yeah, y'all can keep all of that. Don't bring that down here. <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah. So, well, all right, hon. I'm going to go beat my face. Right. I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs> As you know, I promised my son we will watch The Flash because it came back. That's our show. All right, now. On Netflix. Oh, uh, well, no. We, we watch it live. First, he, he is a big Mar Marvel, DC comic, all uh -huh. of that. Yeah, That's my husband is too. I knew nothing about it. Now I know everything about it because. <laughs> So the Flash is a show that come on CW. Um, your husband actually might like it. Yeah, um, no, we watched it. We've watched it on Netflix, the early seasons. Uh, yeah. yeah, still coming on. I think. Well, I should say he's watched it. <laughs> yeah, he he likes all that stuff. That's not. It's not my cup of tea. Uh, I just it, it kind of grew on me. At first, I was like, "This is weird," but it grew on me. But thank you again. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Enjoy your night. You too. All right. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would help me get the message of purpose and prosperity out to as many believers as possible. You can do this by sharing the podcast with another purpose pursuer or by leaving me a five-star review on iTunes. Until the next episode, kingdom blessings.